Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode 125, The Great Debate. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend and you're getting ready for this wonderful work week that's upon us. October is um, it's basically over this week. Um, Halloween is on Saturday and then we're going into November. So we have literally been home for almost like seven months now um, dealing with the pandemic. And now we're having where the weather's changing. I know in some places it's actually snowing. So it's a lot going on, okay? Uh, We have eight days until the election, good people. Eight days, eight days. So I know today it has been early voting in Maryland. A lot of people have been out since 3.30 in the morning, standing in line, trying to cast their ballots. So hopefully um, people are doing the mail-in ballots as well. So you're just getting out there, getting your voices heard. So eight days, eight days. So... While we talk about the election and get into it, let's get into Damn America. So, excuse me, with Damn America, we have the final presidential debate, Joe Biden versus Trump. And I tell you, it was an entertaining one, like we thought it, you know, has been. Um, They muted their mics, so nobody could talk over anybody. Nobody can... Uh, um, you know, be disrespectful to the commentator. Um, I think the commentator was very well. I think she handled it very well. I think she um, presented uh, certain topics that the American people had questions about. Um, and she wasn't biased, even though People may say that she was. I didn't get that from her. I think she did a wonderful job. Um, A lot of things, a lot of key points were talked about during the debate. Um, uh, We spent a lot of uh, conversation, a lot of time on the pandemic and how, you know, people will handle it when they get into the office. You know, Trump, you know, he feels that we have to get the businesses open and we have to get everything back and booming. And, you know, he had a COVID for like two and a half days. I've never, you know, heard of that being with his age, whatever. Um, Joe Biden, you know, he feels like it should be a mask mandate. Uh, he changed his mind with that. You know, he felt he needed to listen to the scientists, all of that. Let me tell you something about this COVID thing. I think, I think that I think a lot of people are starting not to understand. I don't know why people are not understanding because we've been seven months in this thing. This shit is real. It's real. You know, even though it hasn't hit you or whatever the case may be, this shit is real. Um, 
as much as I want businesses to be open, I also care about health, people being healthy. And, you know, this thing is to a point where it's been so many myths and so many different speculations about it. You know, when it first came out, I remember when it first started, this thing first started. It was a thing going around that black people couldn't get it. You know, that was the very first thing. So, you know, we were walking around like, oh, we can't get the COVID. Oh, you know, black people are immune. It's, it's no cases in Africa. Da, 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 da. You know, it's hot over there in Africa. It won't survive any heat. That was the that was the myth. You know, then it went to the young people can get it. You know, young people was immune to it. It was just for the older people. That was a myth. It's just so many different things, you know. Then they brought the animals into it. The animals couldn't get it. The dogs couldn't get it. That was a myth. You know, so when we talk about this pandemic and they bring these topics up at the debate, you know, this is something, not saying that all the other topics are not serious, but these are topics that are very, 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 very serious. And this pandemic has gotten worse to the point where, I don't even believe in myself that it will get better. Um, Even though they're not reporting how many people have lived through this thing, they're just giving us the amount of deaths. And it could just be, you know, they're giving us the death numbers to scare us, to keep people controlled, to keep people in their homes, whatever you may think. You know, at the end of it all, it's just about honestly doing what you feel comfortable, still having your precautions, still being able to enjoy life. Yes, we understand. Life is here for you to enjoy it. But in life, there are a lot of consequences, repercussions, circumstances that you don't want to face, obstacles that you don't want to go through. And unfortunately, this is an obstacle. COVID is an obstacle that we do not want to go through this is an obstacle that had that is putting a lot of pressure on things a lot of pressure on families a lot of pressures pressure on marriages mental health and i feel like those things are not being outlined and you know these politicians they can get in here they can speak a good game you know a lot of people think joe biden is going to be the savior of this thing the city's you know the country's going to shut back down but in the other hand he's like you know looking at the constitution as if to say like no i can't do this plan i can't shut shit down like this you know it has to still go through the governors then we have some governors you know of states that never shut anything down you know then we have people feel that it's the numbers are high because we're doing a lot of testing but this is the thing it's good that the people People are out there getting tested and I don't think that's highlighted enough either just because we have high numbers it's great that people are getting tested because let's just think about the amount of people that are not getting tested okay so you know that was something that really has been on my mind heavy I feel like you know people are just really not taking this seriously um, there's a lot of traveling being done, which is fine, which is fine. You know, people are being, you know, cautious of their whereabouts. Um, but 
you know, I just want people to know and to understand that this thing is real. You know, we're we're in a pandemic. You know, we're in something that none of us had prepared for. Not even the politicians. You know, they can go back and forth about, oh, well, President Trump should have did this and he should have shut this down. Nobody was prepared for this. Not a soul. And, you know, at the end of at the end of it all, um, like I said on my last show, you know, God has the final word of all of this. You know, a lot of people think that when we choose a new president, whoever it's going to be, this all is going to magically just disappear. And that's another thing that's not going to happen either. You know, because in the midst of all of this, businesses are shutting down. Families are, you know, getting broken apart. People are committing suicide. These things are still there. They're not going anywhere. And it's not like we can just flip on a light switch and, you know, snap our finger and we're back to normal. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Um, So that is something that has been a a big debate within everything, you know. Uh, Then we're bringing up the uh, social justice reform, you know. I, I like that, you know, just because I say this, please don't take this out of content, you know. I like that Trump, you know, came at Biden about the crime bill, because that's something that is stopping a lot of black voters, especially black men, to vote for him. You know, it's one thing if, you know, we, yes, I hear this, we need to hold him accountable, this, that, and the third. Yes, we do need to hold him accountable. We need to hold every, all of them accountable, because all of them have done things. Um, But it's gotten to a point where, I think some people want from Joe Biden for him to say like, hey, you know what? That crime bill, I don't think it was a good idea, even though he kind of did say that at the debate. But I think they were looking for him to say, you know what? It wasn't a good idea. But when I get into office, maybe that's something that I can look over, revise, you know, you know, something like that. I think that's what some people are looking for. And then, you know, some people are to the point where now they're just like, you know what, not give me what I need, not appealing, not what I want. I'm going to sit this thing out. And that's fine. That's fine. I will never, you know, encourage people to do anything that they feel that is not right to do or in their heart to do, whatever. Um, But I do appreciate that you know, that was brought up, you know, then the comeback was, oh, well, Central Park five, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot with that Central Park five. Um, it's a lot of top, a lot of things that I dare not to hit on that. Um, because I did watch the documentary. So, you know, I just feel with that things were just crazy with, with, with that situation. Um, you know, so it, it it's a lot. Um, you know, they hit on climate change. They hit on you know, um, Hunter. You know, Hunter Biden. You know, his involvement with you know foreign countries and him having a drug problem. You know, it was a lot of things hit on. But other than that, the final debate was great. But a lot of people did not view the ratings dropped. So I heard, um, it dropped to like sixty three million viewers. And I, I feel like to the point where that happened because people are just over it. You know, people are just sick and tired. You know, they're just counting down the days and time that they, 
can go to the polls and vote. And, you know, this whole thing has been a complete shit show. Politics has been a shit show. And it's gotten to a point where the American people are just, you know, kind of just fed up. And pretty much, you know, majority of the American people are the black people. Fed up. Um, there has been some people I've spoken to. They're just like, you know, I, I, I just can't vote in this election because, you know, nothing is coming in our favor for my people and and that's on both parties you know until my people can come together be whole you know figure out financial literacy you know certain things I just can't vote for politicians that's going to do nothing but set us back and those are very valid points you know I'm not there I'm not there yet as far as you know holding my vote um, that can just be a thing where, you know, I, I just, I just, just maybe still have some hope. And I think it's to a point where I don't want to give up that right. And then I also don't want to give up that right and still feel that I'm obligated to complain about certain because my thing is like if you don't vote you shouldn't complain about certain situations that we are in you know you you should be quiet you know silence and lamb so you know that that's a debate too within itself like this thing this election has really what a divide within the country and I don't think it's because I know people are going to probably be upset with this about it I don't even think it's because of the candidates I just think it's because uh, certain things we are focusing on the wrong things and that kind of leads me into you know my next topic with Dan America with you know the whole thing of uh, uh, ice cube versus cancel culture you know, a lot of a lot of things at the beginning of all of this, the beginning of the pandemic, you know, it's like, you know, we don't hold the media, unfortunately, accountable for certain things. And yes, I am a part of that media because I have this podcast. I want to express my feelings. I want to, you know, talk shit. I want to do all of that. But with the media, I do feel that with the CNN and, you know, the MS, MSNBC and Fox, they roll out certain narratives and that narrative captures us and we just take it and run with it. And it's like people don't think to use their, you know, minds, use their, you know, education that, you know, they were given. And the whole thing with the Ice Cube thing is, you know, I think people are missing the whole point of it because he never once said in all the interviews that I have watched of him, I follow him on Twitter, everything. He has never once said that he is support of any party. He is independent. He feels that black people should be independent. And I am an independent voter to the point where I vote on what policies I feel will help me and my family. I'm not voting anymore off of personalities or color or, you know, 
think you know sex or anything like that i'm voting because of my interest of what people are going to be able to do that's going to benefit me and you know with cube his whole thing is look i came up with this plan people think this plan has been uh created 24 hours from from whenever but i've came up with this plan since june july you know, I've talked to people. I've talked to, you know, Claude Anderson. I've talked to a lot of people that helped me with this plan for things that my people can get. I presented it to both parties. One party was more interested in it and one party was not. And it's just crazy because the party that was not interested in, in it, which is the Democratic Party, that's the party that black people support all the time. You know, give their all. And I took it as if, you know, the Democrats was just like, it's Ice Cube. He can't really get us no leverage. Like, who is Ice Cube? No, he, he's not popping now. He's not mainstream. Because if you look at it, they have talked to the mainstream people. The Lizzo, the Cardi B, you know, they have expressed interest in those people instead of expressing interest in someone that really actual thought about this, had a plan, you know, not being used as more, not being used as a puppet, you know? So when you come up and people come up with this cancel culture thing, it's just like, okay, what is this? Why are we in the middle of a civil unrest? We're supposed to be coming together as one. We're supposed to be, you know, trying to figure things out amongst us as a race. And we're trying to cancel someone who has an idea, has a perspective, feels that, you know, hey, both parties are not presenting things to us correctly they're putting us down the totem pole they're putting us in with the minorities putting us in with the people of color and we don't need to be in those categories we need to be just black people and you know i can't cancel ice cube i i I can't do it i won't do it and i feel that people really need to use their own minds and brains instead of using instead of letting the media and other people you know, manipulate that, manipulate that narrative. And it's always going to be a debate with this. Um, I don't believe that Ice Cube can be, can- like, you can't cancel him. You know, if you cancel him because you don't want to watch his shows no more, whatever the case may be, that's on you. But there's, you know, there's there's no valid reasons as why to cancel him. And I think it's because, too, this narrative that's also being painted is that, like, you know, Black people are only Republicans and white people are, are, no, I'm sorry, black people are only Democrats and white people are only Republicans. And when you know, when you have a white person that's running for office as a Republican, they're racist. And, you know, that's a narrative that we definitely have to get away from because not every person is racist. And there are some black people that are racist too, you know? Um, I think, you know, we just have to honestly kind of figure this thing out. And as black people, we have to come to a point where we're ready, honestly, to see that change. If we're just speaking about it and we're not actually trying to do the change, then we will never get anywhere because it it sounds great on paper. It sounds amazing, you know, for 
us to rant and rave about, but there are certain things that needs to be done. You know, we need to come together. We need to, you know, figure things out within our community. We need to support our communities and we need to honestly work on ourselves. And once we can figure that part out, then I feel that we would be perfectly fine. But, you know, this whole canceling of Ice Cube, I'm not with, you know, the Roland Martin interview. I seen that and it was just like, okay, Roland, really? You know, I seen a clip with you with Hillary Clinton. You not speaking to, to her about none of the policies or nothing that black people want or need or have came to you about. You're asking her, do she know how to do the wobble or line dance or something like, you know, we need to stop looking for that acceptance. Okay. We need to. Stop looking for it. At the end of the day, y'all are just trying to, you know, invite all these people, like the like people, like we say, to the cookout, and everybody can't come. You know, it's just like you know, you got somebody at the cookout, and everybody, you know, is trying to figure out who gonna bring the potato salad. Everybody can't make potato salad. So everybody can't be involved in this. And when we want them to be involved in this, it's our duty to go to them with our ideas, with what we think that, you know, is going to be suitable for the community. And we need to outline them to them. And if they can't, if that person we outlined it to, if they can't come up with solutions or, you know, can't come up or come up with different ideas or come up with different objectives, then we got to move on to the next. And I feel like that's what Ice Cube did. You know, they shot him down. And unfortunately, Trump Party's the one that wanted to pick it up. You know, they wanted to be the ones that figured it out. Now, is he being used by them? Who knows? Who knows? We, We won't know that until we can see something come with action. So, you know, it, it the thing about this is, you know, we have had a lot of time on our hands. You know, people have been home for seven months. If you, I've been saying this from like all these past episodes now since we've been home with this pandemic. If you have not picked up, picked up now one thing, whether it's, you know, learning, learn a new language, you know, save, learn about yourself. Your like if you have not picked up one thing throughout this whole pandemic that you can learn and work on it is it, it, just ridiculous at this point so you know i read another article that was very good about ice cube and it really hit on a lot of points with what's happening right now and i i just thought it was an amazing article i enjoyed it and i just really want us to understand this game that we're in and this game even though when you play a physical game you can pause it you can always come back to where you left off and I feel like this game that we're playing this politics game this game is never never pausing it's never coming to an end and I feel like once you grasp how to play the game you'll be better off. You know, there's no instructions to this. You know, it's just more so of you educating and having that mindset. And, you know, we just have a long way to go. You know, I don't want my people to think like, oh, well, when this person gets in office, we're going to be better. No, I don't know. You're not going to be better along. No, 
because whatever that other person messed up, you got to come in and clean it up, you know, like, so it's a lot that goes with it. And I just want us to be smart enough and realize that, you know, we can't look for people to save us. We cannot. We have to be able to think and try to save ourselves. And if we don't do that, then we we got a long way to go. Long way to go. A very long way to go. But, you know, we'll figure that out. But, you know, I enjoyed the debate, the last debate. They hit on a lot of good topics. Um <laughs> Trump was hilarious per usual. It, it, it was it was it was better than the Love and Hip Hop reunion. Okay, it, it was it was a complete shit show. And I'm personally, I'm glad that the debates are over. Um, I did cast my mail in ballot today, so I have voted. And I, you know, when election day comes, <laughs> I don't even want to see the TV screen. You know, like I I, I don't even want to see it. I don't even want to see it the day after. I just want to just have me a glass of wine and watch my Twitter Twitter rope Twitter feed rope, you know, go crazy. That's it. That's my election night. I done planned it out. That's what it's gonna be. So you know. Damn America, like come on, come on, America. Let's 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 one, let's take this pandemic seriously, you know. Let's try to you know, figure this thing out, black people. Let's try to hold these people accountable when they get into these positions and not use us as pawns. Let's figure out the game and let's figure it out together. Togetherness is what we need. That's going to conquer everything, everything. That is when we are the most powerful. Um. So, yeah. Uh. So let's get into our rising star. So our rising star, we have... Miles Lofton, and his last name is spelled L-O-F-T-I-N. He is a photographer. Uh, he earned his bachelor's at Parsons School of Design. He has shot ads for Adidas and Under Armour and, edit- and editorial photographs for New York and W Magazines. Uh, his art photography has been exhibited in New York and Los Angeles. His themes include the experiences of the queer and black communities captured in vibrant colors, in an ad for Converse, a black model with blue hair lies on a fairy green rug, her head wrenched by sneakers in orange and turquoise. So, I mean, that was beautiful if you want to see that. He is 22 years old and he is from Brooklyn, New York. He got, yet again, a Bachelor of Arts and Science from Parsons School of Design. And then he also got a Bachelor of Arts and Science from London College of Communication. So shout out to this young black man. We lift you up. Good sir as our rising star and continue to shine. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention with the damn America, I um, forgot to kind of plug that in there. It's a lot going on in Nigeria right now. Um, you know, we have the thing with NSARS and uh, uh, just this week, sometimes some protesters got shot, peaceful protesting. So it's a lot going on in Nigeria. So if you have anyone that has family over there, you know, pray for them. You know, the, the podcast will be praying for them because I do have a friend who has family over there. So I have checked on, you know, her, uh, with the family. So, you know, it, it, it there is a lot there, there is a lot going on over there and, you know, um, you know, as black people, we're in this together. So 
when other people are in mourning, you know, we, we all feel that as one race. We all are fighting the same fight, no matter the locations or countries where we are. And, you know, it's a lot to that with Nigeria. Um, that's something I'm sure one day we can get into because <laughs> I have had that conversation with friends. Um, so, uh, we just, you know, pray for the young people that's there right now, you know, in these situations. So hopefully things will come together. Uh, so let's get into the twerk something segment, y'all. Listen, out of the pandemic, I have not, you know, my twerking skills are probably bare, bare minimum. Okay. Bare minimum. Bitches. Oh, you know, it's a lot going on. Knees ain't the same. It's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. So Tory Lanez, okay, people, he finally speaks. He finally opens up about what happened with Megan Thee Stallion. I watched it. It was a lot. Um, was Tory convincing? I wouldn't say that. Um, do I feel that Megan was lying? I wouldn't say that either. I still will put it under a what if. Um, what I can say is this. This story, <laughs> this story has gotten ridiculous. It, 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 it has been so drawn out. I, I don't even know, you know, what to do at this point with this whole story. But it, it has been a lot. Um, you know, Tori, he gets on there, he kind of, you know, breaks down certain things. He kind of, you know, opens up about certain things. He kind of like, let us know, you know, what's happening with this, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. You know, he does break stuff down. Um, and the way that he breaks things down, I, I can't front, you know, it, it kind of does make some sense. But is he changing people's perspective? Like, you know, what was his whole goal with getting on the Instagram live and explaining, you know, after all this time? Who knows? Um, but what I do know is this. <sighs> The young and the restless, even when they have their shows and certain shit, it has never been dragged out like this. This is this has been the most dragged out soap opera I have ever witnessed, ever witnessed, you know. And the crazy part about all of this is that we still, <laughs> we still do not know who... The fuck shot Megan Thee Stallion. We still do not know. We still don't know. We don't know if she shot herself. We don't know if the best friend pulled the trigger. We don't know at all. The best friend comes out with um, a little subliminal thing. Like everything is just all over the place. And and it's, it's quite sick. I'm annoyed by it. I'm just over it. I'm over it. Um, you know, one little thing I did find out, y'all, because I'm nosy. You know, I've really been on this 
thing. Like, I've really been on this thing. I don't know why. You know, I felt like it was my duty to get to the bottom of this. And I've been trying. Um, You know, a little birdie told me that, you know, a judge may issue a gag order in a few weeks. A few weeks, so that kind of will explain why Tori went on Instagram Live, and he has a lot of things planned, and he's frustrated, and he's you know getting anxious with stuff he wants to do. Um, then another person, um, another thing had came out, you know, on the Instagram Live, he mentioned something about you know glass or whatever. So the thing about the glass thing is that that actually did happen. That happened at. Kylie Jenner's house so that's the reason why she kicked them out I don't know if they broke some glass broke a bottle I don't know so also you know he mentioned about Rock Nation they're like you know trying to like you know blackball him all of that so that is true to that extent because there was a thing where they didn't want Megan to say anything because they feared she would lose her male fan base. So it's a lot with this case. Um, it's a lot with this whole situation. You know, the the best friend, she came out and gave a subliminal message. So, you know, he he kind of mentions her a little bit on the live, but not as much. But he he kind of kind of tells us a little bit but it's a lot missing i just can't wait for this shit to be over you know like it's a lot and it is it's draining and and i feel like they should be drained their damn self so you know we'll see um (laughs) it's a lot jesus that's just got on my nerves uh so (laughs) (laughs) oh god so i watched the kim kardashian interview with david letterman on netflix it was very good you know she talked about uh her the robbery of paris that that part was very sad um i did feel for her a lot of people thought you know when that came out was like a publicity stunt type thing whatever um The Kardashian, I I can't even. Tory Lanez in that that situation just blew me. It's a lot with the Kardashians. Um, you know Kim, you know people still come at her, criticize her. You know she's she's changed a lot. She's done a whole three sixty. You know the the show was nice. Um, she mentioned some good you know some good points. Um, she mentioned some things that people would just be like, okay, Kim, whatever. Um. So it, it was a good uh, Netflix special. Uh, you know, Tristan Thompson, they did like a whole like baby, th- another baby thing, a celebration for Kim's birthday. And Tristan was on the show. Listen, let me tell you when it comes to Tristan. I saw a thing where he probably has a baby on the way or he had a girlfriend get rid of the baby and like Chloe's not having sex with him, whatever. Tristan Thompson, I'm telling y'all, he is around because... He likes the fame. He likes what he gets with being with the Kardashians. And that is 365, 365 days of the week or in the year. There's a camera present at all times with them. We know this. They're the Kardashians. So they're being followed. They're being, we know. He enjoys it. 
And he enjoys it to the point where he wants to be involved, you know, and I know Chloe, she, 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 I don't know Chloe. What I'm saying is I know that she wouldn't do anything dumb to the point where she just, you know, wants to be with him bad. I hope not, but he likes the limelight, you know, he likes the limelight and he so-called is trying to show her that he changed. Listen, there's no way he can do that. Okay. He's just trying to show the cameras that he's changed. Those cameras that are around. Okay. He's still doing what the fuck he doing. Ain't never stopped. And he loves the fame. And at this point, let him have it. Shit. I mean, what, what is better? Is it better that he has the fame or is it better that he's a basketball player? Like, I don't even know if he's a good basketball player. I, I don't even know. I mean, he's not in top of a conversation when people are in group chats talking about basketball. Name never comes the fuck up. I feel like if I text that, niggas is probably going to laugh. Like, what are you talking about, Lynn? So, let him be where he at, y'all. We don't care if he's changed. You know, it is what it is. We change our hair every day. People change their styles every day. But at the end of the day, they're still the same fucking person. Same personality. Same everything. Okay? Still the same. So, let him just be. Let him be. Let him do what he's doing. Who cares? You know? It's a lot going on. A lot going on. But but just just let him be. Um, Another thing that I also, you know, want to bring up. This whole um, thing I'm seeing with the Birkin thing. Lord, give me some strength, Lord. Talk about this. Give me some strength. This whole Birkin thing. So, I don't even know how this started. I can care less how it started. These celebrities, I'm telling y'all, they are sickening they are part of the problem they are bored they are a lot at the beginning of all of this when we had the civil unrest we had the george floyd when we had the put your uh put put on your instagram a black uh uh, blackout all this shit you had all the celebrities. Oh, support black businesses. Oh, here's a link to this. Oh, that's all they was doing all during the whole civil unrest. Okay. Now it's no more civil unrest. Now it's no more pandemic. Now we're talking about these Birkins. This is the thing with this shit. And I was just talking with my friend with this. This new level of celebrity, you know, is different than of the level of celebrity when we were growing up, okay? I grew up in the 90s, 2000, all of that. That level of celebrity was a different status. Yes, they didn't have much. They came from the trenches. They, you know, told told you your, you know, their story, how they grew up. But one thing I can respect about them is that they didn't brag about what they bought. You know, there was a show back in the day, some of y'all probably MTV Cribs. We loved it. You know, Sweet 16, parents would throw the kids at Sweet 16 parties lavish, you know. Oh, it was more so like, okay, 
This is how much this is going to cost. They showed us the price. And we'd be like, damn, they spent that much money on that. You know, they showed us their beautiful homes, their beach house, the pools. We enjoyed that. But one thing they've never done is brag about something that they bought or had. And, and you know, that just comes now with this this certain level of celebrity because when we look at this certain level of celebrity that we have right now, these people are young. You know, they're in their 20s. They're 23, 24, 27. Like they're in their they're young. And then the Instagram doesn't help either because they post in everything that happens with them. You know, for Sweetie to get on there and say, oh, if he not getting you a Birkin, oh, if he not paying your bills, you need to drop them. You know, this is the thing. And this is why, you know, some of the males are very protective of themselves when these with, with us women. Shit, y'all making it hard for a bitch to find a man. These men ain't trying to be, you know, just used for what they can get you. You know, unfortunately, there are some women out there that feel that this is what they want, not knocking them. But there are some women out here that is really just, you know, maybe trying to have a good time, maybe, you know, looking for love, looking for companionship. And some, unfortunately, some of these guys do have their guard up. And that's perfectly fine. And that's because we have people like the Sweetie and the Megans. And, you know, this is what they rap about of what bitches, sorry, not bitches, sorry, y'all, what women want. And all women don't want this. Listen, I don't want no nigga to buy me no Birkin bag, okay? Listen, buy me an event space. Buy me something that I own, you know? I want to, I want to, you know... Be an entrepreneur. I want, you know, my name on something. I want my name on a lease. I want this. Like, that is what I want. That Birkin, that material. And that's another thing that's wrong with in the black community. Everything is so, has become so materialistic that it's becoming sick. It's sick. And here we are in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a civil unrest. In the middle of everything that has happened in these last seven months, people are going back and forth debating about a Birkin bag. A Birkin bag that doesn't even look like shit. Don't look like nothing. You got the Floyd Mayweather daughter. You know, she coming on there with her shit. You know, and girl, you was just in the thing a couple of months ago about stabbing a girl pregnant over a bum ass nigga, corny ass nigga. Like the priorities of these people, Cardi B. Oh, y'all wasn't talking about Austin when he was talking about voting. Girl, you brought this to our attention. You brought it. You decided to get on Instagram live and talk about this. You know, we don't care about this shit. We are happy. Listen, we probably not even happy y'all got money. And regular people out here are trying to fucking survive. Okay? Trying to survive. One thing I can say about Beyonce, even though sometimes I can't stand the shit that she does, 
She is silent. Silent. Okay? We would never know what Beyonce got. That bitch can probably have a whole closet of Birkins. Whole closet of Chanel. We would never know. Never know. And that's because when you had a certain caliber in your career and you got certain, you know, up there, billionaire status, whatever, you ain't got to do none of this shit. And it's part of a level of maturity. That's I'm just like, you know, this younger celebrity generation, this shit is sick. It's annoying. It it it, it, it it's like, you know, giving off a different perspective. Like who cares? But this is what we're going back and forth about in fucking 2020. 2020. When thousands of people have lost jobs, thousands of people have lost uh, their marriages, thousands of people are dealing with depression, thousands of people are just dealing with just so much hell. Every, every person, all people are just dealing with the fact that they're black. And y'all are arguing and debating about how much shit costs. I go on offset thing. He's posting the receipt of what? Who cares? Who cares? You know, y'all caused this division. Find a black designer. You know, find a black... Y'all keep wanting to give this money and give this light to these European... You know, and Cardi made a thing like, oh, you know, these designers, they they get clout off of us because of hip-hop. You know, when I mentioned Louis Vuitton in my song or when Migo hit Versace, bitch, we been wearing Versace. Yeah, they probably made it a little bit harder, but they was wearing Versace back in the 90s. Gucci in the 90s. Gucci's in the 80s. Vintage Gucci. Vintage Versace. That's been there and done. When you living right and doing right and you, you know, spending your money right, you ain't got to brag about what you got. You ain't got to do that. Hell, us regular people, we don't care. Because then you got people out here that want to follow everything they see on Instagram and want to spend their last on shit that they know they can't afford and their priorities ain't together. It has become sick. It has become redundant. It has become annoying. And it, it, it's just it, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, you would think that the, these publicists, these people would kind of like grasp them back into reality, these managers. And having them even have fucking managers and probably can't even pay the managers because they out here getting these dumb ass dumb shit. It's sick. And it, it 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 is just like beyond. I I I'm even mad at myself that I'm even fucking having this discussion about this dumbass debate, dumbass debate. But this is what the world has come to. This is what we're arguing about. A a, a bag. You know, then I broke it down. Oh, it's a different type of broken. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Nobody here. At all. At all. We stayed on Nigeria for two days. 
And then when it went back to this, listen, I'm sick of them. I hope they, you know, I hope, you know, something comes about it with them. Like they figure it out because they getting on my nerve. Okay. They getting on my nerve. This whole thing getting on my nerve. This is probably, this is, listen, I thought seeing Evelyn messing with, Mark Anthony would get on my nerve because she's too old to keep being a hoe. But at this point, I don't care, okay? I don't care what Evelyn doing, all right? At this point, I'd rather see Evelyn with Mark Anthony being whatever she doing with being a hoe than listening to people argue about a fucking purse. I don't care, you know, about any of that. You know, I, I saw a thing where Kanye was saying, um, you know, we didn't need a Black History Month. People took the title and ran with it instead of actually listening to the podcast. And the thing with Kanye, things that he says, it takes a lot to process because he's thinking from a free, open mind perspective. Yes, we don't need a Black History Month. You know why? Because we should be able to be celebrated 365 days. And I think I've said that on my podcast that I've done before in Black History Month. Why should we only be reminded in February of our ancestors fighting for this? Our ancestors, you know, created this. Our ancestors did. Why? Why can't we have it every day? Why can't I get a Black fact every day? Why can't I know that this person created this every day? And the comments, when I'm reading the comments, it just went over people's head because, you know, it's coming from Kanye West. And we already had singled him to be crazy or he needs to be on his meds and this and the third. And we're afraid that, you know, he's going to get the culture. But when he's but when when a person is speaking facts, y'all not trying to follow that or trying to think of it or open your mind to it. But when they speaking bullshit about a purse. Niggas is all ears. It's, it's like their their ears, their lights. Like everything is like on. It has to something like it. It, it got to be something better than this. It, it it really has to be. It really has to be. And I'm sorry. I agree with him. You know, we don't only need to be celebrated in February. No, no, we need to be celebrated of our accomplishments every day as Black people. You know, we built this country. We built. This shit that they use for things. The pens that you write in. The sanitary net. We are that. We we built it. And we should not only just be subject to one month. Because that is what white America or whoever programmed to, to us to have. It should be every day. Every day. So sorry, people. If you don't agree with that, with me, with him, I, I apologize in advance. But I agree. Now, I can say sometimes when Kanye is speaking crazy, he's doing a little bit too much. He's off. I can speak to that. But this, I agree with 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. You know, 100%. But, you know, you know, and, 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 you know, another thing, and, and, and also I watched the bad hair movie on Hulu. I see negative comments about that. 
the low budget. This is acting. Yet again, the perspective of the movie went over everyone's head. The perspective of the movie is how black women in society have to double down and change their hair, change the way they look just to get that dream job. And we're dealing with that right now with the Crown Act. But people ain't picked that up. Ain't pick it up. They were just worrying about the acting, the low budget of it. But they didn't pick it up. They didn't pick up what it actually meant, what what the film was trying to show and represent. I understand everyone's not going to have the same opinions. I get it. But some things, some things are just common sense opinions. It really is. Some some things are common sense opinions and it doesn't even need to have a debate. You know, it, it really doesn't. It, it, it really doesn't. It doesn't at all. It doesn't. But, you know, fortunately, that that's what comes with it, you know. Um, shit, I don't need... I, I um uh, I don't even know if I should bring this up, but it's it's juicy. I came across this video of Tiger having a threesome with with these girls, these white girls. And the thing I have with the threesome video is that <laughs> Tiger is a little rat. You know, he's like a rabbit. Like he he was a rabbit. He was like you know a little quick little. Pu- he he was he was he was a lot. Like I don't even know how Black China deal. You know, he he was a lot. And thank God he used protection, Lord, in the video. But he he is definitely a rabbit child. I wouldn't even time of day wouldn't even give it to him. That now that ain't even up for no damn debate. Okay, a rabbit. Okay, like eat the bunny, hop in like quick, quick little pump, quick little, quick little quick quick. Okay. If you're looking for a quick, if you're looking for a quickie, you better call, you better find Tiger, cause Tiger will give you the quickie in your dreams. Okay. All right, like okay, let let's get into what you won't do. Okay, so what you won't do, India Love, is have a public service announcement for people about wearing your mask over your nose. Listen, the mask goes over your nose. If you're hot, if you. Don't wear no makeup. Don't put no foundation on. None of it goes over your nose. Like, how are you going to see and have a whole fucking public service announcement with us about you and people telling you and looking at you crazy because you ain't got a mask on? Yes, bitch, it goes over your nose. It goes over your nose. Like, it's the other way you can wear it. Over your nose. Okay? And what you want to do, like I've been saying, y'all, is keep thinking this that this pandemic is over. It ain't over. It ain't over. All right? Even though they was giving us all these different perspectives, it ain't over. Y'all can have a debate about this to your blue in the face. It ain't over. So still, please protect yourself with precautions. You know, use all everything. Use your mask. Make sure your mask over your nose. Wash your hands. Do all of that. It's a shame that this has become what we have to discuss on these, you know, pods. But fortunately, people just ain't getting it. Maybe if they listen in and hear it directly, they will understand. We hope and pray. Okay. Um, so this is episode 125, the great debate. Listen, we have eight days until election day. People, you know, keep up with your early voting in your states, do your mail-in ballots. If you do not want to go to the polls, you know, make sure you're doing that. Uh, follow the, 
Instagram page, Shanghai underscore Chronicles. Follow us on Twitter, which is also Shanghai underscore Chronicles. We're on um, Apple Music. Uh, we're on Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, I'm sure. Um, also, um, Spotify, everywhere. You know, when you look up the pod, put in Shanghai Chronicles, hit subscribe, comment, give us the feedback. You know, we're 125 episodes in and it's more to come. It's more to come. And I hope everyone has a wonderful work week coming up. Um, and please stay safe and I'm out.